Decorating Pages is a podcast dedicated to taking you behind the scenes of the designs of your favorite TV shows and films. Each episode, I'll be sharing design stories from some of Hollywood's most famous sets, interviews from set decorators, production designers, directors, and actors about creating the look of TV and film, about their design inspirations, and stories that take sets from page to screen. Hello, and welcome to Decorating Pages. I'm your host, Kim Wanup. Happy 2023. I don't like to say Happy New Year too far into the year. I think it's annoying. But Happy 2023. I haven't I haven't seen you yet. I haven't talked to you, so why not? Um, thank you so much for everyone who um, just contacted me for the 100th episode. Um, it was very appreciated, and I hope you enjoyed it. And now let's let's get to the next hundred. <laughs> oh my God, I don't know if I can do it. If I keep taking jobs like I do, I don't know if I can keep this up. Yeah, because they're slowly killing me. I don't know. I love it, but it's killing me. But as I've always said, I love doing this because I love talking to everyone and it gets me really excited. Um... I got to say, one thing I watched over the holiday season that did get me, like, excited about movies and filmmaking and just, you know, being involved in this industry was a documentary about Brian De Palma. It's on HBO Max. And I swear, I, I, I think I've seen it before, but I watched it again and just, and he's in it. He's talking about himself and he's, he's being honest and he's a bit of a dick but I like it he's just so honest and real about his flops and why he did this movie and um his career and starting out as the first person to put De Niro in a movie and just how he you know got to carry and I think he did Sisters before and and his involvement with these actors who we kept hiring and Scarface and what was it, Body Double? I think it was Body Double and Untouchables. And then he got hugely mainstream with like Mission Impossible. And he has so many movies and they're not all great. And he admits it. He's the first one to say it. They're not all great. And, and this common thread of how he kills people or blood or like in Raising Cain and then uh, sisters and it's just I think a fascinating look behind the screen behind the scenes of a director and it really impressed upon me the excitement of being a part of these great things these great projects and I really liked it so it's on HBO Max it's only like an hour and change so check that out if you can um, I watch Gone with the Wind because I watch it at least once a year and I love it. And that also inspires me. I cannot believe they achieved what they did in, what is it, 1935? I mean, or 1939. I, it's, it's crazy. That movie is crazy when you think about it. The costumes, the extras, the, like, just the abundance of, of every, uh, Every department getting that together is amazing. So I always feel very inspired when I watch Gone with the Wind. And I love Scarlet. Um, 
I watched Elvis um, right after the SAG Awards because I wanted to see what it was about. I mean, anyway, I wanted to watch it anyway. Um, that is production design by Catherine Martin, Karen Murphy, and then set decoration by Beverly Dunn. I, I, I'm not a fan of Elvis, so that's probably why I wasn't in a rush to watch it, but um, I'm a fan of Baz Luhrmann and um, his films, and I don't feel like this one sparkled. I would say as much as his others. Um, I don't think Elvis was as interesting, or at least the Colonel. I mean, I know it's Tom Hanks, but you can't tell that it's Tom Hanks, and he's really ugly and fat. And why do you want to watch that? Um, I don't know. I I mean, it's it. The sets are fantastic. You can't take away the production value of 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 the sets and the era and the design of it. That Elvis's house is fantastic, but um. I just wasn't into the movie, and I gotta be honest, I only watched about half of it. And then the next day, Lisa Marie died. How about that? Isn't that so sad? Mm. Oof. Um, let's not talk about it. Okay, I'm rewatching Veep <laughs> because I love my own work now. Um, I'm rewatching Veep because my husband and I were like, "Oh, we need a comedy," and there's nothing better than Veep to me because it's dark. <laughs> which is what we like and it's funny and every time I watch it I think this is maybe the fourth or fifth time I've watched this series there's always new jokes that I didn't catch before or don't remember and the best part about this show I'm not lying is not the I mean the wit and the, the Julia Lee Dreyfus is just amazing but the cast of characters that surround her are impeccable. And the writing is so good that even though it's now 10 years almost of this show, it's still relatable in our, in our uh, politics, which is pretty scary. But um, I'm only on season three, so I didn't even get to my work yet. But um, I'm rewatching Veep. It's slow. We just put one or two on a night or something. So um, here's something I did. I watched Teen Wolf from like, what was that, like 84 um, <laughs> with Michael J. Fox. I've seen it a million times, but I never watched it high before. <laughs> I might have taken a gummy and watched Teen Wolf. And I tell you what. All I could think about is how did they get this movie greenlit because it's so bad, it's so stupid, but it's so entertaining. It's so stupid that these kids would accept a wolf as a friend and a basketball player and everything. And then the torment of like, of, of the boof of the girl who likes the regular guy and not wolf and and then the other the, the, the half the people look like they're they should be out of college the, the casting is crazy but I and then I couldn't believe that Michael J Fox now I know I think he did this before back to the future and that was why I think but um he had so much makeup on and not until this time watching it did I actually think about, oh, half the time, he's probably not even in that costume. It's some other dude playing basketball. Like, I'm so dumb. 
all this time, all these 30 years or whatever, I'm thinking Michael J. Fox is a great basketball player. Probably wasn't him. So, yeah, it was a real eye-opener watching it. And by far the worst movie soundtrack I've ever heard. By far. Those songs in that movie are awful. I, I can't even hum a tune to it. They're so bad. So that was fun. That was interesting. That's one up what one ups watching on weed, maybe. I don't know. Um, maybe that's a news segment. <laughs> no, I can't do it. I get too paranoid sometimes. Okay. What else did I see? Oh, first day of vacation. I went out and watched Avatar. <laughs> I went to the movies all by myself. I don't know if I talked about this. Avatar is spectacular, visually amazing. Can't top it. We saw all this before, and yes, he improved on it. Awesome. Um, Production design by Dylan Cole, Ben Proctor, and set decoration by Vanessa Cole. I can't even imagine how many hours you got to work on this, and you worked on it years ago, and now you're finally, your work's finally being seen. It's so exciting. Um, Again, story, uh, why is it three hours long? (sighs) I don't know. But there's another one coming, too. I don't know. And how about, I didn't even know it was Kate Winslet in there. I thought it was just her voice. And I was like, oh, wow, no, she had to put all the dots on. So it's, if you're into Avatar, yeah, go for it. I, um, I went because I could be alone. I had the nanny that day, and I went to the movies by myself, and it was awesome. So, yeah. Um, in this new year, I'm really trying to be cool and to get on TikTok. I got a couple of videos on TikTok, so um, I <laughs> I kind of uh, grabbed on to uh, Sister Wives talk. I know you don't want to hear this. I know you don't want to hear about Sister Wives, but I'm telling you, all of my dreams finally came true in the show, but now I think it might be over because all the wives left them. I, if you have not watched Sister Wives, I'm not, I can't, it's so good. It's a long haul now because you've missed 17 seasons, but um, I found my community on TikTok with Sister Wives and all these people are into it. So then I posted some kind of decorating tips and or judgments about the Sister Wives on TikTok. So, and then I tried to bring those over to Instagram, but I don't think I did it right because I'm a moron. Um one thing I'd love to ask if anyone wants to say thank you to this podcast in a bigger way, if you could just send a review on any of the platforms you're listening on, that would be super helpful. I know I ask all the time, but call to action. That's what people tell me to do. You got to ask people to do shit. So I'm asking for reviews, please and thank you. Coming up in the next uh, couple episodes... I got a lot. I got a lot of people booked. Um, I hate to, I actually hate to say it because then if I don't get to interview them and then it doesn't happen, I feel like I jinx myself. But let's talk about it. I have Claire Kaufman, who is the decorator of White Noise and soon Oppenheimer and so much more. I have Denise Pizzini, who is the production designer of Better Call Saul, Community, The Muppets, Chef. I got her. I have Joe Pano, who is the production designer of The Last of Us coming up. If you haven't caught that on HBO, I'm going to watch four episodes 
talk to him and then it, that will be out mid-February and then I hope I'm saying it right Jenny Moeller production designer of the movie Sick which is on Amazon Prime I just watched that the other night that you look at the preview and you're like oh this is like uh, but it's got a little turn to it in the middle it's pretty good it's good enough let's put it that way and the design of this house is great I can't wait to talk to her um, it's award season. We have so many awards. I'm not going to bore you, not bore you. <laughs> I'm not going to go through all of them all. Okay. We have the SDSA nominations. We have ADG nominations, the property master nominations. Let's just throw a big shout out to Gay Perillo, who has been on this program as a dear friend of mine who got nominated for her work on Babylon for props. That is fantastic. Um, Let's go through the nominations just a little bit. Basically, just people who have been on the podcast who are um, being acknowledged for their great work this year. In the SDSA, the best achievement in contemporary, we have um, Bardot, which was production designed by Ingino Cavallero, so you can listen to him on this. Um, in the best achievement of period film, Claire Kaufman and that episode coming up of White Noise and then for the ADG Awards Bob Shaw I've had on the podcast for the Gilded Age Denise Bazzini you can hear soon um Sean View he has two nominations but I only have the the Guillermo del Toro's Cabinet of Curiosities here but I think he has two nominations Obi-Wan is nominated and set decorator Jane pa Jan Pascal has been on here and set decorator Jennifer Lucart is nominated for Hacks you can listen to her and double nominee Ethan Tubman for Taylor Swift's Antihero and Taylor Swift's Bejeweled for the video uh, section so congratulations to everyone really tough tough categories here especially um, ADG I don't know. I look at those categories. I can't believe. And I'm just going to put it out there. I can't believe Dahmer wasn't nominated. I'm just saying that's a bit shocking to me. I don't know. I thought it was really well done. But that period category, you got a lot going on there. Gilded Age, Miss Maisel, The Crown. Those are big boys. So I get it. So let's talk about this. This uh episode i was thinking what can i do to help people prepare if they want to be in this business and or you know set decoration and um i've gone over scripts breaking down scripts and i've gone over uh, a day in the life i've gone over tagging i've gone over this and that and i was thinking i never went over schedules schedules you live and die by these schedules so, in this episode, I'm going to be talking about call sheets, shooting schedules, and one-liners, the big three. This is what you live and die by, people. This is going to tell you what your life is for the next two weeks or however long your episode is or your season. Um, I don't know how I'm going to try to put this into a blog so that you can see what I'm doing but there's actually so much personal information on call sheets I'm a little scared of giving I gotta block out a lot of phone numbers and addresses but 
I'll do that. You can also, I tried Googling call sheet and they do have templates online. There's many of them. There's many different ways to do a call sheet. I am going, I picked out a episode of Veep and because it's long, it's, you know, a couple years past. So I can't do For All Mankind right now because then you'll know where I'm shooting this week. So here's a little bit of how the breakdown of a call sheet goes. Now, the biggest font on the page is usually the production of what you're working on, Veep. And then the time, general crew call on this is 7 a.m. So that's the biggest thing is telling you, okay, everyone has to be on set at 7 a.m. Now there are people who need extra time, let's say the onset dresser or props or costumes. They need time to prepare to even get there, get, get it going at 7 a.m. So they get what is called a pre-call. So we'll go into times of departments a little later because that is on the back of a call sheet. So on a call sheet, top left for this template is the production company. Ours was second in command productions. We were on Melrose, blah, 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 Los Angeles. There it is. Then it gives you who your executive producers are, your co-executive producers, and then who the director of this episode is. So that's all on the page top left. Center, top, again, name of the show. Now this happens to be a blue call sheet <laughs> um, because the it's usually white. White is the first, blue is the second, pink, yellow. I've gone through all that. So general crew call is 7 a.m. Then it tells you rehearsal is 7 a.m. And shooting call is 7.30. So that means they're giving themselves a half hour to go over some blocking with the director and they should be able to shoot by 7.30. Whether that happens or not depends on the blocking and if everybody's ready and can get it going on. It tells you what episode we're on. Episode 703, The Pledge. Now it also tells you the script the shooting script came out at nine six on nine sixteen, and the schedules are blue. They also came out at nine sixteen. So that information's top center, top right. A little bit of like day to day stuff. Today's date. Today is day one of eight days shooting. It tells you where base camp is. So that base camp is where, because we are on location on this day. Base camp is where all of the trucks and the trailers and the catering is going to be because you're not going to, a lot of times you can't set all that up exactly where the set is. So sometimes there's vans and it, it would tell you like five minute, five minute van ride from base camp to location so that you can allot that time before your call to get on set by 7 a.m. So they'll start, probably have start vans running around 6.30 to get everybody to set by 7. It's a, it's a thing. Um, so this tells you where the base camp is and where lunch is going to be. Then it tells you where crew parking is. A lot of times, crew parking isn't even where base camp is. And then you got to take a van from crew parking to base camp to set. It happens. It's a bummer. That happens. Tells you what the weather's going to be that day in case there's rain or hey, it's going to be really windy. Sunrise, sunset, your nearest hospital. That's always important. And then 
please report any safety concerns to ADs, UPM, HBO Safety, and then it gives you a phone number. Now, let's go to the next section. Double asterisk, all calls subject to change by ADs. No forced calls without prior UPM approval. Now, a forced call is if you get done shooting at 10 o'clock the night before and you got to be in at 7, you need, there is a rule that you need eight hours of rest. If you don't get your eight hours, it's called a forced call. I think I'm saying this right. <laughs> because I got to be honest, doesn't really apply to me. <laughs> It doesn't. It's a joke. Anyone? I don't know. Um, you got to get eight hours of rest. That's like the law. And so, but if you don't and you got to be in earlier, that's called a forced call. And then they have to pay you more, basically. <laughs> and you're tired. This is a closed set. Absolutely no visitors without prior approval. Closed set. Okay, now it starts the section. It tells you the scene, the set, the cast, day or night, page count, and lo the location. Uh, so let's start with scene 304. Set, interior Selena's campaign headquarters bullpen. And then it gives you a little tidbit of what's going on in that scene. Selena, Gary, Ben, Kent walk through the bullpen and see General Slatterer. Cool. Cast, number 128971. Now that's, I'll explain that in the next cast information section. Then it tells you day or night. Okay, we're on day one for the first three scenes. And then fourth scene of the day, we go to day two. Page count. The first scene is one and two eighths page. Then at the bottom, it tells you total pages for the day, six pages. Last section is location. The first three scenes, we were at one location and then we had a company move to a second location. So, now if we were on stage all day, it would say stage 15, stage 29. It tells you that information. So, underneath the first three scenes, it then says company move to location and then tells you scene 313, exterior abortion clinic, Amy and Dan, Amy and Dan arrive at the clinic. Cast 346478, day two, one page, blah, blah, and then the location. So here's my thing. I'm always looking for what is shooting when and you know the the progress of the day to me is like oh I know in scene three we have to change out the podium let's just say so that I'm like all right well what time are they gonna get to scene three. So here's what I do. I look at the cast members and see that number 20 all right let's just say number 20 isn't in the two prior scenes but number 20 is in the third scene which i need to know so then i go down to this next section that says cast information and i go down the side i got one two three four five ba, 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 20. this character leon he still has a 6 a.m. Well, he has a 10 a.m. call. He's rehearsing at 11, shoot 11.30. So then I know, oh, they're not going to get to that scene till then. Or like say the last the last uh, uh, scene where they did the company move. Okay, number three. Number three, Anna Klumsky, character Amy, 
she is still in oh because she had earlier scenes oh that doesn't work for me who else i gotta find okay number 64 number 64 valerie spencer she plays the christian woman so she has a 1 30 p.m hair and makeup a 3.30 rehearsal, and a 4 p.m. call. So 3.30, I know they're going to rehearse at that next location, and that's the time I'm going to be there to open set. Now, scenes go long, scenes go short. Checking in with the AD, asking them to give you a heads up of when they're going to move to help you plan your day uh, is always helpful. So yes, in this next section, the cast information for episode 703 First, you have the number, number one, Julia Louis-Dreyfus, character Selena. It has her status. It has what time she has to be in hair and makeup, what time the rehearsal is, the shoot time, and then remarks. Now, this is all for actors. Report to base camp or pick up at 515. Haircut first. Fitting first. It, that, this, that's more for them. But my only little trick is to look when actors need to be on set so that I know what time they're getting to that set in case I have to open that set. That's my little trick. Um, there is a section below this. Stand-ins. Park at crew parking. Report to set. And it tells them, all of the stand-ins, what time to be there, who you're standing in for, and that's it. Now, here's a section that really applies to all the creatives. Elements. Elements. Okay. So, there are bold titles here props set dressing video costumes locations transpo and then it tells you props scene 304 which is up first we saw that from above funeral plans secret service gack selena campaign gack iowa license plates so that was their note now set dressing has a note for 304 selena campaign gack yeah no shit the whole room's yeah okay and then scene 305, podium. See, I had to have a podium that day. So, video, bullpen computers, costumes, Iowa Christian Women's League t-shirts. That was a call out that they wanted for the abortion clinic. Locations, studio AC, and then lane closures, transpo, Dan's rental car. That was had to be in the scene when they pull up to the exterior building. And there's, I mean, anyone can have... Uh, uh, notes on here these notes are generated from what we will go over next the shooting schedule but you gotta read like for set deck I always read prop stuff because sometimes it gets mixed up so I always read prop stuff too like why do they have Selena get a campaign gack that's on me like I don't know so you got it because you're always working hand in hand with props in the art department so you have to read the other people's notes too so you don't get caught. Uh, another section next, they have background. What numbers? Selena's Secret Service. You're in these scenes. What time do you have to be there? So all, so basically, it's again and again, who you are, what time you got to be there, what time we're shooting. Um, there's a box for safety memos. There was none on this day. Now here's what's super important. The last section on the page is called Advanced Schedule. Day 2, 7.03, Tuesday, September 18th, 2018. Oh, I was so pregnant then. Uh, 7 a.m. And, we, oh, my God, how did we do this? Underwood Farms, we went, oh, my God, I did this huge county fair. 
So we were on location the next day for two huge scenes. And then they even gave us a Wednesday advance, which was nice because that was the same location. Four scenes at the county fair. God, that was so funny. But I was huge. Um, so that is, and then on the very bottom, it'll tell you who your UPM is, your first AD, and your second AD with their names and their telephone numbers, sometimes, in case you need to contact them. So that is the first page of a call sheet. Ta-da! The back of a call sheet is every single department and the time they have to be in. Again, it tells you on the top what your crew call, your crew call is. And then it goes through producers, production, camera, lighting, grip, sound, property, art department, set decorator, construction, on and on and on. Now, mostly everybody's on call who's off production. People who are on call for production, which in my department, the only person who is on call for production is the on-set dresser. He, Jordan Steinberg, had a pre-call of 6.30 a.m. So they gave him a pre-call. So he starts getting paid, I believe, at 6.30 a.m. You know what I mean? Because he had to prep for that day. So that's how that's how that works. It also gives you your walkie-talkie channels on the bottom and any notes. And again, uh, AD information on the bottom. So that's it. That's how you read a call sheet, right? Oh, and then a lot of times they'll give you maps. They'll include a map with the call sheet. Here's directions from this side of town, that side of town. Here's where your set one is. Here's set two. Uh, crew parking, base camp, nearest hospital. Um, so yeah, they should always give you a map to where you're going. <laughs> okay, are you ready for a shooting schedule? I'm not going to go through every day. I'm only going to go through one day. But this tells you all of those little notes that we were talking about before on the on the call sheet it um let's just say for this day again set dressing well at first it tells you what uh official one-liner you're on the episode based on a table draft and then it starts with set campaign headquarters scene 304 and it tells the exact same information that was on the one-liner interior selena campaign headquarters bullpen selena gary ben and kent walk through the bullpen and bullpen and see general slatter and then it tells the cast members atmosphere and then the notes same notes selena set dressing selena campaign gack props funeral plans iowa license plates blah 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 it also tells you it's day one they're going to shoot one and two eighths page, or that scene is one and two eighths page. So this is like a bigger thing than the call sheet. And it goes day by day and tells you in order of shooting, not in order of the script, in order of shooting. So, you know, every day, end of day one, six and one eighth pages, like it said on the call sheet. Now day two, we were going to that locations. Okay, scene 311. And then it goes through everything per day. I look at this a lot because the, the notes that are on here didn't come out of thin air. They came out of your meeting. They came out of the production meeting or your set dressing meeting that you needed a podium in scene 305. So it's not like someone's just giving you these notes. These have all been discussed. Now what you have to look for is 
oh, it's been three days and now they don't want a podium. They just want her standing at a microphone. But they didn't change that note in the thing. And now it's on the call sheet. It says podium. Then you got to go and double check. Hey, remember, we're not doing a podium. We're doing a mic. Oh, yeah, that was an old note. And nobody cares but you and you panicking at midnight that you need a podium in the morning. So that's a shooting schedule. I do. I, 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 it's very handy. And I don't know how the ADs keep it all up to date, but they do it. Good for them. That's, I can never be an AD. That's it. Now, last one. One-liner. Now here, this is what you're going to base your whole next eight shooting days of your life on because, now look, we started out, was this a Monday? Monday. We started out on location. Tuesday, Wednesday, I already told you we went to a different location. So that means we dressed those locations over the weekend and or Friday because we started out on location that week. So this tells me, okay, so then we got to get manpower. We got to work the weekend. This is why you need all this advanced information because we as, you know, art department and, and set decoration and props, I mean, everyone, you wardrobe, we got to be ahead of the shooting people. <laughs> We're always ahead of them. So you need the one-liner. You need a set schedule. It's happening less and less. But when you get it, it's nice. And it doesn't change. That's, that's even nicer. I don't know anything about a non-changing schedule on this show. It's been a it's been ridiculous. But so here's here's what it tells you. Up top, Veep, official one-liner, 9-14-18, episode 703. Now they've changed the name already, Kemi Fever. They already changed it back. Based on table draft 913. And then it tells you set, campaign headquarters. And then again, in scene 304, interior Selena headquarters selena gary ben kent walk through the bed bullpen and scene general slattery i've said it three times already i know it seems redundant but it's information three different ways you need it <laughs> i'm telling you again it tells you day one one and two eighths pages for that it tells you number one two eight nine seventy one and seventy eight are in that scene background 39 people and then it will give you notes on the left hand on the right hand side of maybe where the location is sometimes or other notes it tells you you move to a different location for the abortion clinic again and then it's the big the slug line it says end day one monday september day so it doesn't tell you up top what day it is it tells you after you've read everything what day it is this does become confusing i'm not gonna lie to you i've been doing this for years and i still have to think like Okay, Monday, 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 Monday. Okay, stop. Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. Like, you want you think like, oh, that says Monday, and then below it is Monday. No, above it is Monday. <laughs> I know. I sound like an idiot. But, you know, when you get like 12-page one-liners and you lose count where you are, it's uh makes a difference. So this is an eight-day schedule. Look at this. Oh man, how did I do all this? Oh God, I remember this BuzzFeed house. So 
it's telling you what you're going to be shooting for the next eight days, all the company moves, all of the locations, and then at the very end, you get notes, slug lines of, oh, see this one, this one uh, scene, that's going to shoot during prep on Friday, 9-14. Oh, well, that's cool. I thought this episode started on the 17th, but then you get all the way down to the bottom. Oh, no, we're going to shoot this little part on 9-14. See? They tried to sneak that in. And then you get TBD, which is a bear. TBD, uh, exterior government building. Great. Well, when is that going to pop up? Well, you know. So the one-liners, uh, the other thing about one-liners is ADs like to do different colors sometimes. And I forget what show we were on. Oh, impeachment. Oh, my God. It was a rainbow. I couldn't even figure it out. Like, was is the blue for de- for night and this? And me and my lead man, Patrick Avon, would be boggled all the time about the color coordination of scenes. Because we were shooting multiple episodes. And why is it this color? I don't know. We couldn't figure it out. But obviously, we got through it. So those are the three things in production that you use daily basis to let you know what you're shooting, what's coming up, what the day is going to be, and all that good stuff. Call sheet, shooting schedule, one-liner. Those are what you use uh, every day uh, in production. Again, I'm going to try... Uh, I'm going to try to get these in some sort of blog form and put them up on the website. And, and I'll try to do a TikTok about it. How about that? <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing, people. I don't, I don't know. Um, but yeah, those, uh, I hope that that is helpful for anyone. I know that it's hard to listen to and easier visually. So that's why I, I'm going to get that up there. I'm going to do it. Um, hopefully by the time this podcast posts tomorrow. So, okay, let's, oh, we're done, right? I'm done? Okay. Let's see. So next week, I don't know. I got a lot. I, I told you all the people I got coming up. I don't know who's going to post next week yet, but um, I usually do a post of what's coming up on Instagram. Follow Decorated Pages on Instagram, on TikTok, I'm trying to get the YouTube channel up and running again. I don't know. I got a lot of things to do in 23, um, but it's going to be great. So thank you for listening. I hope you got an earful. I'm Kim Wanup for Decorating Pages. And don't forget to head on over to decoratingpagespodcast.com and hit up the shop button, which will take you to the Decorating Pages shop on Etsy where we have the decorator quick reference templates, the stogie floaty, shirts, sweatshirts, mugs, really nice travel bags, and notebooks. Anything uh, over there is designed by me, so check it out. Also, on the Decorating Pages podcast, if you go to the As Seen on TV button up top, it takes you over to Amazon for things that I purchased on the the shows that I've worked at, let's say Impeachment or Veep or Moxie, um, things that I purchased on Amazon that uh, you also can purchase. I think the most interesting thing over there is the decorating resources page where it's things that I use in my day-to-day life to make decorating easier. 
so that's it. Head on over to the decoratingpagespodcast.com and hit those links from there. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.